You are now listening to the Life in Football podcast. Check out the new website, lifeinfootball.com. Once again, the website is lifeinfootball.com. Thanks for listening. This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. It's life in football. We are life in football. Welcome to the Life in Football podcast, baby. I'm your host, Mike Fee. And this your co-host, Colin Moore. You know we love life and enjoying football. Yes, sir. We got a top-notch ball on the line today. Go by the name of Khalil Wilkerson, and he's one of the top running backs in the nation. He played at Bowie, uh, let me see, Bowie State or Bowie State. Bowie State. State. (laughs) They was the D2 National Championship for uh, black college, and then they won the CIAA. Now, my former head coach, he coached at Virginia State. Now, he coached me at Alabama State. Now, I know a lot about this conference, the CIAA. They're a top-notch conference, but Bowie State, man, let me tell you something. Them boys been putting it down for the last probably five, about four or five years, to be honest. I know they had a quarterback probably about two years ago with tearing up the scene out there. Now, this young man, he was doing his thing. He was wearing number six. They came down to play back off to Georgia in the D2 uh, playoffs. They got deep in the playoffs, y'all. This was a legit, I'm talking about top-notch D2 football team. And my boy, Mr. Wilkinson, was looking so clean out there in that uniform, rocking that number six. Matter of fact, the whole team was looking fine. But we're going to go ahead and jump off in his story and learn a little bit more about him. Without further ado, I'm going to let Simo bring him on. How you doing, man? I'm good. How you doing? Thanks hey. for having me. Hey, it's a blessing to have you on, man. So, look, I got to ask you right out the gate, man. You balled all season long, man. You're on the winning squad. How did it feel just getting out there doing what you do, game in and game out, and your offensive line holding it down for you? Uh, Preparation all week at practice. You know, the practices with, you know, with the things that go unseen. So, it's like we have our ups and downs at practice, and then we have all the fun on, on Saturday. So, that's what really matters. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Putting that work in, then come game day, do what you got to do. Right. So, how are you doing right now as far as we – I know that 2020 nobody had no season. Will you come back or will you be getting ready for the NFL? I plan on getting ready for the NFL. Where are you training at right now? Right now, I haven't even started. I'm still um, – I'm about to start working soon. But uh, I have people that's willing to train. But we, it's looking more promising than New Year for my training to start. Okay, okay. Now, I want to know a little bit more about you. Like, how was it for you growing up, like, for your, you know, your hometown – 
And who helped you to become the person that you are today, like your mom or high school coaches or uncles, your dad? Okay, well, uh, growing up, I grew up in a single mother household. It's just me and my mom. Um, live in Temple Hills, Maryland. Uh, it's a city real close to uh, District of Columbia, so I'm not far from D.C., and I'm also not far from uh, Northern Virginia. So I'm, uh, I'm in the, pretty much in the middle of the DMV area. Um, you know, I went to Potomac High School, local high school, not far from from uh, from home. Uh, basically followed my mom. My mother went to Potomac, and then she went to Bowie. Uh, you know, my my uncle had a big part in my um, playing football growing up. He had me, started me off going to Boys and Girls Club, uh, football and baseball. But um, I would say my mother mainly, like, she was really, like, the backbone helping me go in the route, help, help me be on the path that I am now to um, to where I am now from high school, college, and the college graduate I am. I got a lot to do with my mother, and I appreciate her. And God, of course. Ooh, yes, I like that. I love that whole answer right there because you broke it down so clean and smooth. Big shout out to your mama, man, Miss Wilkinson. Oh, I don't know. She might it might be another lad name, but big shout out to her for doing her thing. And to your uncle, man, because a lot of times that backbone and that family structure is the one that keeps us all afloat. A lot of people don't understand in the football world, it's not just you, but you told a lot. You know, right. with your schoolwork and, you know, you're worrying about what's going on back at home. And at the same time, you got to handle your business in that class and on the field. So I want to know, you say you got your degree, and I want to know what you got your degree in. And just say you go to the NFL, you ball out, what you plans after football? Mm. Well, I got my degree in communication, broadcast journalism, mass communication, so... You know, it's like uh, after football, I could be, I could do anything with that. But from an anchor to recording games to it's a, a long avenue of things that I could do after with uh with my uh, major. But you know, some things that I'm interested in, like uh, being behind the scenes. You know, we had a lot of studio studio time at uh, Bowie State. The different classes that we took there under um Otis Thomas, the communications uh. Underneath that department, you know, he uh, he had me going in the right track, and then COVID kind of slowed things down. We wasn't in in uh, in classes in the studio for a lot of it, but for the most part, that's that's some things that, that interested me, that had me interested. So, um, life life after football could be like in a communication field for sure. Whether I'm doing podcasting or interviews on ESPN. Or Aspire or something, broadcasting games, you know, just talking to people, having my voice heard. I like that. I like that. That's big time right there. Man, what actually made – how did you actually pick Bowie State? Um, Bowie State, my mother was going through cancer at the time when I was at West Virginia State. First, I went to West Virginia State before I was at Bowie. So, um – I was at West Virginia State. My mother was uh, diagnosed with breast cancer my um, second season up at West Virginia State, and it was best interest for me to transfer closer home to my mother. And that's where we all started at Bowie. Oh, man. So, 
Sorry to hear that, man. I hope she's doing way better now. Much better. She she's uh she's a survivor. She beat it. Cancer free. Hey, that's a blessing. God, hey, God send them blessings out good and strong. Plus, you got you got to be right there. Pretty. I don't know how close it is, but it sounds like it ain't too far from your hometown. And then she probably got to come see a lot of games. Then uh, she got to see all the games. I think the only game she missed was uh, the last one in Georgia. Oh yeah, so you was rolling big time. Then yeah. got to see her baby out there running that ball all up and down the field. Did you have a lot of family members calling the games too? Yes, they was probably like ten deep at every game. Ten plus. I got a got a pretty good village, you know, on my corner. Now, see what what I love about that man. Not just the blessing that came about, you know, for your mom, but it was a blessing for which you transfer. Cause sometimes, like me and Sima, we transfer too, right? So I was at Cincinnati at one point, but I transferred to Alabama State. And Simo, he was at South Florida. He transferred to Nickel. And sometimes we don't know where the blessing is going to come from. And just saying, not just you know, the situation. With you just saying, okay, I want to be close to my mom, but bro, y'all were balling out of control, bro. I'm talking about one of the top teams in the nation, pound for pound. I don't care what nobody say. Oh, this is an HBCU team. No, no, them boys were rolling. And I'm talking about when I was watching watching y'all on HBCU game day sometime with the highlights, it was almost unreal. Like, like everybody else wanted to know. Like, hold on. Are these guys legit? Like, are they going to go into the playoffs and handle business? And that's what y'all did that first game against that. Um, no, I can't remember the name of the Nola Ryan. Lenore Ryan, yeah. Lenore Ryan. Y'all did y'all thing against them, even though it was a home game, but y'all handled business. I'm talking about y'all did it like y'all was Ohio State and they was, uh, I'm going to say, Boys State. Like, that's how y'all approach that game. And I just want to know how it is with your coach your teammates, cause I was seeing so much about your school and hearing so much about y'all, man. I just wanted to know what it was like on the inside for you being there to be a part of this team and just the environment and the atmosphere that y'all had going throughout this season. You could be long-winded if you want to on this one. Now, go ahead. Well, first I'm going to start off with our leader, um, head coach, Coach Wilson. He's the one of the greatest coaches I ever had in my life. And when you got a guy like that, it's easy to have guys with a lot of talent around you to buy in. And it gets to a point, you know, you just playing for one another. It don't matter what the coach call out there. As long as we going to execute to play together as a team, um, everybody do they 111. That's, that's like the main thing you can ask for for any team. It's like when you have people that know their role and bought in and just understand, understanding the game, like next per next person up mentality, like oh man, it's it's amazing being on the team with guys like that 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 you don't see too many long faces because they're not getting playing time. Guys uh, mad because people in their position group uh, probably like with the first strings upsets everybody. Everybody, it's no man bigger than you know. Everybody knows their job and everybody does their job at a hundred percent. When you do your one eleventh, it's like. You can't go wrong, and it makes you want to do better for your – you don't want to let nobody down. 
from the coaching staff, whether it's the the uh, you know for me, I don't want to let down my my other running backs because they look up to me. I don't want to let down my running back coach. I don't want to let anybody down. It's like that for everybody. So, you know, when it's like that in every position group, it's kind of hard to 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 do anything with us. Like, I don't know. It was just it was just unreal, especially transferring in from where I was at. I see. I see. One thing I I, I know about you is a young man. I could tell you, you know, you got a lot of respect from your peers, from your coaching staff, and I just want nothing but the best from you, man. Because I, I, I could tell, you know, you got a lot of integrity, and how you even talked about your mom and your family, and you stayed strong for them, man. And I know God got a big blessing coming for you, big dog. So I just need you to stay focused and handle your business, man. Cause your time coming, man. Now I want to know from you, like. Personally, like, what's your expectations for us, you know, what you're going to be doing when you're training, getting right for the draft, and uh, what you're looking to do for us, or aging, or anything, any information you would like to share? I'm actually in the process of looking for an agent. Uh, so once I get that going, but mainly, uh, I know for sure for the combat coming up, I want to uh, work on my 40. You know, just just continue to be explosive, work on balance. Uh, you know, just tighten up on everything that I ever worked on. Just be fresh and stay ready for whenever I get that call. But stay ready for every opportunity that comes my way. You know, just take advantage of everything. Man, I just want to say I appreciate you so much for coming on, man. And I just want to know too, when coach gonna get y'all them rings, man? What what what, what the rings ceremony? What what going on? Rings are coming soon. Um, I think we turned in everybody turned in their ring sizes. They sent uh everything in December, so I think it's like a three month process. So the rings will probably be in around March, end of March, May, April, and the ceremony won't be too far after that. So I'm looking forward to getting my second ring. Well, man, I got to give another shout-out to you. And, hey, keep doing your thing from one HBCU brother to another. Keep balling, man. Stay focused. I played at Alabama State, and I ain't never know I was going to have a hard time trying to say your school name, Bowie State. But I got to give a shout-out to y'all. You know, I wore black and gold, too, just like you. But, you know, y'all just did such amazing, man. And not like I say, not just this season. It's It's been a few years y'all been balling. And I got to say, a lot of people got to start taking notice, you know, not just on the, the other levels like in the MEAC and the SWAC, you know, talking about Dion and, you know, fam, you and the other place. But y'all doing some big things on the D2 level that I think a lot of people need to take notice of and really pay attention to because y'all got y'all need to get respect just like them, man. And I give y'all the utmost respect because y'all went undefeated until that last game in Georgia. And so I got to give a shout-out to you, your coaching staff, your brothers on the field, and again to your mama, to your uncle, to your family, because they, they got a what? A baller in the family. And I just got to give a shout-out to the whole Maryland, the, um, what they call that, the Metro D.C. area. DMV, um, PG County. The, yeah, the DMV. Because we had another guy who was um, from that area by the name of um, Warren Nugget. 
he played Jackson State now, but he from that area too. Okay. And you know, we just got to give a shout out to you, man, and just keep doing your thing and just know we here for you. And I know your career just gonna flourish, man, because when you said that Aspire and all the TV uh places and even podcasts that you would like to be a part of, your dream gonna come true. Is in the NFL and media wide, man. So we'll see you in the future on down the road, man. And stay, hey, don't forget about us. You're yes, gonna sir. be here. I know you're gonna be big time, but you know, we in your corner. And I'm gonna leave y'all how I always leave y'all. Keep your head up and not down. I ask you a fall to the ground. It's the Life and Football Podcast. Catch you next time. Thank you. Try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football.